Hello and welcome to Scottish Independence Podcasts. You might remember a couple of weeks ago, we looked at media politics with Professor John Robertson. Well, this week, we're having another look at that topic from the perspective of a journalist, with help of our guest, Laura Pollock from The National. Today, we've got with us Laura Pollock, a reporter with The National. Fiona and I bumped into you a couple of times at various indie uh, events, so it's, it was nice chatting to you there and nice to have you with us. What's your role at The National? My role is um, the grassroots reporter. Uh, that is not the job title. I don't think that could have got in the, on the contract. But um, yeah, I, I talk to mostly the yes groups and the activists involved with the political parties, all to do with independence and talking on the ground, really, to the folk who are out at the stalls and at the marches and the ones who are trying to convince the undecided. It's a brilliant job. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I I like a chat Um, and I studied history at university. So to actually be on the ground and I always do see people doing this and seeing it in the point of view that, you know, you're you're part of history. Yeah. Um, No matter what chapter or how important it is, you're, you're there and you're doing something to do with your country. So I do see it as such a privileged position to be to be reporting on it. That's a really good way of putting it, actually. Yeah. That gets me as well. Yeah. That we're possibly part of history. We're, we're mm. doing yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Well, things like this. I mean, this is this is recorded, and you never know what archive it'll turn up in. And um, I remember my first, maybe not now as much, but my first few articles. I thought, because as someone who studied history, I'm thinking, oh, will this get referenced somewhere at some point? Will this be a source? You know. <laughs> Are there any particular articles or reports you've you've done that you just look at and think, oh, that was a really good one? I really (laughs) enjoyed that one. Two pop out of my mind. The first was, I think it was one of the first Yes groups I visited. It was um, Yes Carrick down in Strayton. It was Gordon Ferry who had got in touch and he had just said, you know, this is what we do. We we have just started Yes Carrick and every Sunday we meet at this cafe and we do the quiz in the Sunday National and from a point of view of being a publisher that's a great story for us yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know um, the paper's bringing folk together they're doing the quiz but on the other end I was like that's amazing that's whole, so wholesome it's this I mean and then I went down and visited them and it's this village that is and when I went it was very cloudy it was very you know the fog over the fields and just this one street village and inside it was a warm cozy cafe people talking about the constitution of scotland and i just felt so privileged to be there and just sat with them and it was such great chats and the folk were so friendly and so funny uh the i think the cafe owner was from denmark i believe that could be wrong but um you had just all these different voices and these different backgrounds and it was great. Yeah, so yeah. I wrote that one up and that was lovely. And then my second one was that comes to mind is a piece I did with two young activists because after being in the job for a while, I really noticed the average age of the people in the room and it's all about the time they have to give it, the urgency they feel, things like that. So to talk to these young activists and kind of ask them, you know, why are you not out doing it? Why? How do you feel about it all? And one of the one of the boys he said to me, um, "I'd be happy if my grandchildren see independence." And he's seventeen. And I thought, get a move on. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that's I've not heard that. 
and mm. all these months, you know, people are, mm. you know, in mm. the next few years, and he's saying in the next few decades, and I thought that the urgency that's up the generation, some people in generations just don't feel it, um, and then climate change came into it. Yeah, yeah. We look for climate change, and I think that's something to definitely be explored so much more, and, you know, we always talk about how independence, it's all interconnected, but I don't know how much environment is connected and if it should be more and things like that but i believe that's yeah. a job for the greens maybe but yeah, yeah. So. yeah it's yeah. probably a job for all of us and that's fascinating mm. just hearing it like that because one of one of the things that um, we've talked about before the last time i saw a lot of young people really enthusiastic and together well two occasions one was cop 26 in glasgow and the other one was the part of the people rally outside of scottish power and that was sparked mm. off by the cost of living. And there was a lot yeah. of young people there. I mean, student-ish maybe in early mm. 20s, I'd say. There was people with kids in prams, you know, people who were being affected by the situation and the cost of living. I could imagine why a lot of young people aren't sitting around talking about abstract concepts like independence, but they surely are aware of things like the, the climate and the cost of living and their prospects and the EU and their access to job markets. That's what's real about it. And that's why it's urgent as well. They can't wait three decades. One of the things that we, we were wondering, um, and I think that leads into it, one of the things we were wondering, Laura, was, you know, did, does the National do any research into, you know, who reads the paper? And, I mean, is it all people who are pretty well convinced about India? I mean, I, I guess that's always going to make up the majority of your readership and listenership. But do you have any kind of... Uh, figures on that because those points that um, Fiona was just making if younger people are understandably more concerned perhaps about uh, climate change and not seeing the potential for what Scotland could do as an independent country that's that would be an interesting whole area to explore but anyway that's what we were wondering you know if you have any mm -hmm. if you do any research yeah. on that we i think we're going through a market research thing at the moment where we're asking folk to do surveys and that's readership from what I've seen is it is people who are convinced, it's, it's people who are older and... Young people aren't reading papers full stop, are they? Mm -hmm. Well, there's that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, and we're, we, we have an app, but it's going through a lot of development at the moment. So, you know, it's just these things take time. And obviously as a company to try and keep up with all these digital things, it's like, you know, you've got to move fast, but it takes money and to keep that, to keep the, the digitalization of everything is so, fast and immediate that young people just go for it straight yeah. away for the thing that's ready yeah. and to try and be that yeah. thing that's ready is really difficult yeah. to keep yeah. them that readership. It's also swayed more towards male. And we just back from Perth and that was at the invitation of Jackie at the Perth Hub and uh, she said she spotted me and Marlene somewhere on YouTube <laughs> and she couldn't believe that there were, there were women of her age talking <laughs> and suddenly that encouraged her to get involved and we've had that feedback a few different places yeah. haven't we that because they see somebody that they can relate to i think there you know there's a reason women for independence are out there you know yeah um, absolutely and yeah. yeah it's yeah. definitely necessary and going back to the the undecided thing i don't think her print gets to anyone who's undecided primarily mm -hmm. Um, unless it features on stalls for yes, yes stalls, the physical paper doesn't get much. But then, when it comes to who's reading it online, we couldn't we couldn't track that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we couldn't see 
who that is, but our readership last year was 2 million a month on digital. That's not circulation. I don't think any no, 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 no. <laughs> circulation of 2 million. Um, but um, yeah, online it was 2 million and now it's three. It's getting towards 3 million the average per month. So is that like views so it could be me going on 10 views. times it could be you doing yeah. it a million times yeah, yeah. okay yeah 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 okay. that's but still that pretty that's respectable good. that's pretty yeah. good isn't it I mean, yeah. one of the things we spoke about with john when we were speaking to him was about although they might not be buying the paper seeing it in a shop on a stand with other papers you know anybody can see that you might vehemently disagree with what's on the front stop but uh, we were talking about how it's more likely than not that there isn't a national in display at all because they don't have one or because somebody's hidden it. <laughs> and that's a, a little battle that goes on. I mean, I, I do it the other way around. I'm sure you yes, do too, so Marlon, do don't you? Stick it on the Express or the Telegraph. <laughs> I'm not actually formally admitting to having done it. Actually. No, yes. But, you know, it is something that I might think about. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just want to get it front and centre. You just want it, even if they don't buy it, it's just like, we're here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if if it's not there, I mean, we're just saying that the business model is ridiculous. That half the country want independence, and yet of the everything on the newsstand, you would think that the only news that matters comes from the country next door and its Tory right wing migrant hating. You know, that that is wall to wall what you can see. So even seeing a little bit in the middle, in a corner, under an express that yeah. says something different is worthwhile. I, I wondered, though, whether, maybe going off on a complete tangent, but, you know, if visibility of that kind of thing is what is useful. Do you have poster campaigns and things? Is there visible stuff other than what's on the newsstand that's not online? Because that those communities we need to get to, those demographics, are still the older ones. So I've only been at the National for, for a year now um, and I believe they did billboards before I joined but I do know that also we do run radio advertising. Yeah. I mean one of the other things that the National has sometimes done is called a sort of pull out thing on a, on a specific yeah, topic and then made that available to, well yes groups, well certainly I, I know at one point I'd arranged for a whole bundle it was a very big bundle actually to get delivered to our front doorstep and then for me to pass on to pensioners for indie stalls down in, mm-hmm. in, in Glasgow and wasn't there one done I believe in Scotland or business in Scotland. Scotland yeah and, and that was I mean I was again I was involved in in putting those through the doors and it wasn't a national edition but it's got plenty of you know information about the national on it so mm-hmm. that must get into people's houses that wouldn't necessarily go and pick it up uh, yeah, for know. sure, for sure. And I think that's another thing. We we also try and be a resource. Yeah, because yeah. then other, other supplements have been the Macron Report one. Myth-busting one yeah, as well. It was yeah. really good. Mm. And we did um, one for EU as well this this anniversary. Um, and we'll be hoping to do some more with the days of action that are going on. Yeah. And, and that's not even just... So it's not, then not maybe sometimes a resource just for yes groups to sort of understand the information it's also something that they can order and yeah. pass on at their stalls yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. get through yours yeah. yeah one of the things that crossed our mind was that well you know national's owned by NewsQuest, which is which also runs the herald i, I don't know what mm-hmm. else it, it, it runs <laughs> it so, runs a lot <laughs> 
so I don't know, maybe if you even share a building somewhere. So you've got the we national, yeah. and and then and then the Herald, and you know, the, is that what's the dynamics like, or are there <laughs> dynamics, or can you tell yeah. us about them? <laughs> oh, can I tell them? That's that's the most important question. <laughs> we do. We have we have a building in Glasgow, and um, Herald are on the ground floor and we're on the second floor so we have to climb the stairs <laughs> um, but um yeah we're we're it's often when we approach certain um you know digital marketing or um at one point this year we've recorded some videos that you might see embedded in our articles by us by our journalists sort of saying you know, I'm Laura, I report on grassroots, I have this newsletter, you can subscribe, things like that. It's just to sort of give a face to this print. Um, and the when we did them, the Herald did them as well. And it wasn't like a someone idea, it was like, right, we're, we're doing this for one, we'll do it for the other. So um, we're sort of on an even playing field in terms of sales and um, revenue and things like that. And But our, our audiences are totally different. So at that point, you've then got to totally change the 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 way we do things and we we also share an office with the glasgow times oh, yeah, um, yeah. and we have rangers review and celtic way as well the scottish farmer so the building is quite small but uh, we, we've got a lot in there <laughs> so do you have complete editorial control over what you put in in the national because it's owned oh, oh, by yeah you know, yeah, I know. I've had that question before and yeah. it's it's actually it's quite I would love unfortunately just due to you know everything you can't bring a reader into your newsroom and just say just watch you know yeah. but if we could you would literally just see us go you know if something happens we go right let's do it you know it's not it's there's no i don't think there's ever been a conversation at least whilst i've been there in the last year where someone from higher up has said you cannot print that yeah. it's never happened and uh, we just try to do everything balanced and but it's when it comes to independence, it's always, you know, there's never a question of NewsQuest who may own something somewhere that is unionist or whatever. If they don't like that, we couldn't do That's never the yeah. thing. So I think that's we're in a really good. privileged position to do it. Yeah. That's really good to know. It's reassuring, it's a, isn't it? And, and, yeah. and I mean, actually, you know, if you and if the National and the Herald are on, you know, equivalent in terms of revenue and, and everything, that does give you some leverage, doesn't it? It's, you know oh for sure for sure yeah we're, yeah we're valued yeah exactly yeah. And i do remember also that um a lot of people have this impression or they did have an impression that we were quite attached to smp and that is again not the case uh i do remember when there was one of the arrests i was the only one on the news desk it was a saturday i think and I was the only one there and someone had commented online saying you know oh you probably had to go to your higher ups and or the SMP and check you could print it. I was like, I was in my pajamas, <laughs> drinking my coffee. No, I talked to no one, and I just got it up. So it's, it's. I think if people forget, it's actually just someone at the laptop doing this. You know, yeah, and yeah. We get, we get the same thing as well because we we make it an absolute point that we're not party political. We're passionate about independence. I'm not in any party, and yet you get people all the time calling us either Alba 
mouthpieces or SNP mouthpieces or, oh, but you like those greens and, oh, but you're for this. And you think, how can we simultaneously be all these things? <laughs> yeah. and, and then I thought, is that not what the BBC, that's their excuse, isn't it? That if they're annoying everybody equally, they must be doing something <laughs> right. Something <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, it is interesting, isn't it? It's like, as you say, like, there you are with your cup of coffee and your pyjamas and your laptop and, and you get the article out. I mean, pe- people of a certain age a lot older than you, Laura, but more like me. And we sort of go back to, you know, like, I don't know, like the films about Watergate and the Washington <laughs> Post and it all had to get run through in front of the editor and then the owner had to get brought in. Yeah. So we've probably come from a chain smoking. Chain smoking <laughs> and a different, you know, a different yeah. kind of, a whole different kind of mythic kind of context yeah. for it. But what's it like, though, when, you know, if you see a story there's an umpteen example, like ferries is one, you know, it's like there's one that's on the go, actually, I think, again, recently is about the um, alcohol pricing. It's like I saw BBC Scotland doing a, a thing that on, on the news programme at, at lunchtime and we were just saying, well, the evidence is in and it is making a difference. And, and now there's push to put the, the minimum price higher, a bit higher again. And I'm, I'm watching the BBC Scotland going, I know when this was coming through, you kept doing stories about how it would be a disaster the kind of other side to the story anything to kind of say that Scottish government were you know off the wall so what's it like for you if you see a story that it might not be in the national but you know how you would write it and then and then it appears in the Scotsman or or the Herald with a Mm. you know much more of a unionist slant to it what's that like yeah yeah that's happened and it's yeah it's got much more of a unionist slant and I think it's also you can have what which side it is, you know, the negative, the positive, but then actually it's then it's thinking actually turn that round and then go right. Are you being reactive? Or are you trying to push yeah. a react a narrative? You know, who who's saying this? Is it you or is someone actually saying this? Yeah. Um, and I think that we try and really, you know, based on reports and committees and businesses, people who are you know people who it affects and not try and push the narrative and try and actually keep it balanced whether or not it's positive or negative in terms of Scottish government or SNP or yeah. whoever it may be yeah. or independence but it's um yeah because you can't People are too smart. It's facts <laughs> yes. as well. Yeah. We came across a site just yesterday, actually. It was called um, Gram.News. Yeah. And it rates all the different newspapers according to what where they're, you know, they're left, are they right, or the centre, and how factual they are. And the national is highly factual. What's what's that word they used? It was... Oh, factuality. Fa- factuality. It's got I mean, it's high factuality. Sure I mean, I don't think it's a word. <laughs> But, you know, that's that's a really good tribute to say you you have a partisan focus in that mm. it's an independence focus, and yet you're still able to put reliable facts. What was the other one we looked at? The Evening Times, and that was mildly <laughs> fact, factitious. It was mixed Middle factuality or something yeah, like mixed. that. Something, something. And, I mean, when I get a minute, I'm going to go through them all and just see what they are. But... Um, <laughs> thing it does is it will show you the same story you know in in all the different places it's appeared in the summary of here's the right wing version here's the left wing version and i thought well what a useful not they're not paying us by the way but you know what a useful (laughs) to actually have because otherwise you get an idea of what flavor certain papers are but Mm -hmm. 
it is quite nice that you you actually get that kind of coverage. I hope that that um, people outside the national, even mm. if they maybe don't mm. agree with with independence, you'd like to think they at least, at least respect the journalism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I, I actually used to work in a news agents. Um, I was my first ever job was Paper Girl, um, <laughs> and which which is a great full circle moment. Um, and then I worked in a news agents, and I would put out the papers in the morning, and I would read them, and I, you know, you could really to have all of those free right there instead of just the online stuff. I, I quite well understand now the actual readership that they, they have because they would yeah. literally come into the news agents and buy yeah. them. Yeah. So I would be able to get to know them and actually know why they're buying this paper, what they are looking for. And I always imagine those faces now when I think of those papers. But you're saying that you've got complete freedom on what you print. I don't think that can be the case for the BBC journalists. Do you think that they've mm -hmm. got, they are pursuing an agenda, aren't they? Yeah, and, and actually, you know, being at events that they have also covered um, and, you know, talking to them, I kind of sometimes want to question, like, how, how can you do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, can, how can you do it? And how can you, you know, and even how can you do it and, and happily be called out by folk online and be so transparent about it and be seen to be doing it and mm. still do it? Um, yeah, I know. They definitely was... do not have control yeah. over it. And yeah. it's it's really... I mean, you know, we saw that about the, the story about BBC Boss telling the journalist not to investigate or fact check the bus. Yeah, you know, they were told yeah. no and they didn't do it. And it's just this, yeah. Yeah. Well, couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah. And if they are 50-50 like the rest of the population, at least some of the people in there probably are yes supporters. That must be mm -hmm. a, an awful working environment to, to actually be in. Having to pretend, I suppose, I mean, I'm sure some of them, you know, it must be genuine. They're absolutely loathing. It just seeps out of every pore. But um, I'm sure, but I think some of the others must be very torn. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it, it is interesting. As you say, uh, like Laura, it is interesting, isn't it? Just how can they, that's that's the question I've wondered. I thought, how, how are you doing it? It's you, mm. You're Scottish, you know, you know what we think. You mm -hmm. know. We've grown up in the same kind of social kind of or the same set of social assumptions and visions and things. You know that, mm. and yet I've just heard you kind of say that. And you know, I don't. I I mean, there are some Scottish. Well, not just the Scots who are in the, the BBC Scotland or or elsewhere. Um, I mean, but um, you know, you think they're good journalists. It would mm. just be great. You know, I, there's certainly some some of them that you kind of think. Well, I you know, once we are independent, I really hope that they they stick around in Scotland and 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 they kind of help build up a, a much more vibrant and you know ethically kind yeah. of based media for us because mm -hmm. we certainly you know we certainly need it. I have to say, I don't like that aggressive, finger pointy, interrupty style that a lot of them have got, and I don't mind people asking searching questions and. In fact, I'd like them to ask searching questions. At least let them give you an answer. It's very macho again, the kind of yeah. aggressive stuff. Have we got any other questions? Yeah. Um, gonna... What kind of stories are most successful? It's media. It's pointing out when Scotland's been had. You know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. It's when if there's been a columnist who has said something that is just not accurate or not not on. Um, it's when the BBC make a mistake, uh, you know, or even just mistakes that are massive uh, in terms of, you know, especially around DRS when a lot of the misinformation was around and things like that. 
But then sometimes when it's something like the weather, uh, last week, I'm not sure if you oh, saw, yes, it, was saw that, yeah. it was awful. And so it's sometimes... Oh, wait a minute, like wait a minute. Tell, tell me what that was, because I was on Canada. I didn't see any TV. What was that? <laughs> so um, it was BBC Weather. They had uh, Kirkwall where Lerdick should be, and then Lerdick where Kirkwall should be. <laughs> I, I always thought it was just a template. So who was playing yeah. out with it and why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it wasn't the best. I'm not sure. They did have a response, so probably <laughs> check out the website and see what they say. Yeah, so it's things like that. Um, and then after that, people people really want to hear about the islands. It's islands, oh. and especially at the moment, possibly to do with mostly a lot of the ferries, but uh, the islands, business in the islands. Um, we have had two comment pieces by Rhonda Meek, who have they've flown on the site, one of them about sort of the tourist image of Scotland that's being sold yeah. and then the second one on uh, the housing crisis in the oh, islands yeah. and yeah. second homes and both of those and it's not just and and we can see where people are reading things from and where they're coming from yeah. and it's not just online it's from Google so those things are you know people are clicking on them and finding them they could be searching you know Scotland holiday and they can see that so it's things like that that I think are getting seen yeah. from yeah. further afield. That's where what title you have for an article can have a big effect. Mm -hmm. If someone's just Googling, um, you know, Google will pick up some things depending on you know on what the article's called or the title of it's mm -hmm. of it's called. Yeah. We kind of try and find something for our our monthly video show that we do for Independence Live that's topical. And we don't have a list of here's all the things we're going to cover. It's just what's going on at the time and that you can get some material for or somebody will talk to us about. But it does tend to fall into that kind of infrastructure heading. Mm. There's a lot of it. And land reform is another one that keeps coming up. We've covered Loch Lomond yeah. about three times. And uh, it's fascinating where the, the, the interest lies. And that's not necessarily where you would think it lie if you read The Guardian, for example. If you click on their Scotland section, you get ptarmigans. Oh, you get how much more... Um, house you can buy for your buck if you move to Scotland. Yeah, I hate, yeah. I absolutely hate that stuff. Mm, yeah. I mean, islands, islands for oh, sale. Yeah, I, I, yeah second I homes and stuff. I just, mm. I just go, stop it. We just mm -hmm. stop it. This isn't the kind of Scotland that we want. We are so much more. I mean, I know we're, it's beautiful, and you know, I can be driving around Scotland and be almost in tears sometimes. It's <laughs> beautiful, but, but that's we're, we're, we've got a hell of a lot more to us than that. And mm -hmm. oh, it just so it so irritates me. Do you think constitution something that that the paper might pick up because it's a bit in the news well, at the moment? And we've done a couple we've of done programs, a few on that. Well, two in particular, two mainly, one with Mike Russell, one with Elliot Bulmer, but but others where it, it's been, you know, part of the interview and it's come to the fore again, actually. You know, in some ways you can kind of go, oh, constitutional, just boring. But actually, <laughs> you're also writing, you're writing down what your vision for your nation is. You're designing is. a new country. Yeah. How, how much bigger does it get than that? Yeah, your own yeah, society. So, I, do, I think do, it's fascinating. Do you think that might be picked up with by the by the paper yeah again as someone who's done history it's really not i don't find it boring but sometimes no. it um no but sometimes it's you know uh, our editor and our management team like they are they're fantastic and sometimes um you can be really interested in something as an individual yeah. and actually then they have to say remember the readership <laughs> you know? um, there's been quite a few things and it can be something so you know I think at one point I remember 
uh, someone had flagged something to do with a band coming to Scotland and they were like oh breaking news and we we're all like not quite <laughs> <laughs> so constitution again I think there's such a there are, there's a segment that at the moment are so interested in it because it's it's fascinating it's niche it's so so many layers that you can just dissect yeah. and just yeah. see so much but in you know general election time uh, post general election yeah. i think i think it's going to be so high on the agenda so i think we're definitely yeah. going to be i mean we already have every sunday oh, you've got john drummond haven't you exactly so yeah. you know but that will definitely ramp up yeah. and that those sort of stuff does do well already actually and as well as currency so the sort of the yeah like you say the infrastructure behind all of this it's definitely of note but i think when it's in mainstream media that's when folk will be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There's yeah. one question we did want to ask you, and it just was about, you know, like you've got TV listings. Mm -hmm. Is there any way that they could do sort of his, I mean, there's, there's Broadcasting Scotland, there's Independence Live, there's Our Stuff, there's various other, you know, groups have scheduled things. Leslie Riddick podcast goes out on Tuesday, ours goes out on Friday, Scotonomics. Could you have a kind of listing of here's what's on this week? Well, yeah, well, that actually, I think I started this job in August and in September, I went round to everyone and I met Broadcast in Scotland and I talked to them and I was talking to Kevin and I was talking to TNT Live and I was talking to uh, Kildone Radio. No one had their stuff quite in a schedule. That yes, we could, I, can, yeah. I can believe that. Yeah. 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 So it was really difficult and yeah. I really, Broadcast in Scotland especially because, you know, getting it out mostly every day at seven um, and then if not it's because of yeah. technical issues or staffing issues yeah. for yeah. that to be happening and oh, I was so annoyed that we couldn't get it together um, and I talked to everyone as well so I felt really guilty because <laughs> I could see the stuff that was getting turned out and it's not average it's not amateur you know it's, it's yeah. you know it's stuff that has to be heard and should be highlighted so we really really tried um but it was just it wasn't doable if we know we've got a show coming up say we've got a new video maybe it's coming out the next week or it's just been it's just been broadcast i mean is it a way that that could be do you know your your yeah. notice board yeah. column because we know what the podcasts are going to be for the next month because we've already pre-scheduled them could, could that yeah. go in a would that i don't what, see why it can make it easy because the notice board is for live events but it's also for online so i don't see and it's not it's events but it's you know i mean we had the declaration of our broths there for the whole month you know so i don't yeah. see why we couldn't put the yeah. or even i could talk to my editor about actually making a section at the bottom yeah. and even, even if it's not a full tv listing sort of page yeah just yeah, yeah yeah that section for podcasts yeah, yeah. I think that's covered everything we had and a bit more. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. That was really good fascinating. To you. Really good yeah. to chat to you. Yeah. Thanks, Laura. Bye. Bye. I really enjoyed talking to Laura, wasn't it? It was just fascinating getting a bit of a, a sense of what goes on behind the scenes, as it were. Yeah. Uh, you know, wasn't it interesting? It was really good, wasn't it? And she certainly clarified some things about their editorial independence. And But it was just actually really good talking to her and getting a sense of uh, what made her take up that job. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And wouldn't it be nice, I don't know if there are any supermarket buyers watching this, but if there are, could you please make sure yeah. you order enough copies yeah. of The National? Because it's very hard to get hold of. And you've got half a country that you're not serving their needs for. Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Half the, yeah. half the country. 
Half the country is not getting its needs met, apart from one newspaper, which you're not stocking. Waitrose, Sainsbury's, Asda, Tesco. Yep. So just do come on, get your act together, folks. That should do it. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget to join us next Friday when we'll be looking at the wellbeing economy with Gordon McIntyre Kemp. Bye now.